Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Tea with Spirit. I'm your host, Psychic Medium Ray. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about love. I just finished seeing the movie Bros, and it's about two gay guys who find each other. They're quite the opposite. One is a complete jock. The other one is more uh, in tune with their femininity and is pro. I mean, it's like super, super uh, in touch and, and, you know, in his um, sexuality as a gay guy um, and very, very uh, much an advocate for uh, the LGBTQ community. It just struck a chord with me when I saw this because the whole premise of the movie is talking about um, love and how we're all searching about it. And I've done a lot of podcasts, you know, talking about love and whatnot. But what I love so much about this movie was that it actually, um, it made so much sense. Uh, it, it, it reminded me a lot of myself and where I am with my journey, you know, and, um, you know, looking for love and where we find love and how do we know when that person is the person for us, you know, and for me, you know, I can tell you like, you know, being in the gay community, it's not much different than being in the heterosexual or straight community. Um, a lot of people think that, uh, us LGBTQ or, you know, gay people or lesbians, we have it so easy and that, you know, love is not like as complicated as it is for, you know, a person that is straight or a couple that is straight. But I will tell you, um, you know, on a spiritual level, it, it is very hard still, even if you are bisexual or you're a lesbian or you're gay or you're straight, every one of us is, is struggling at some point in our life with love. Love is a universal theme. It's a universal language. It's what all of us want. You know, what I have always said, what I look for in a man, since I'm more on the feminine side, not that I'm necessarily feminine in the aspect that I dress like a woman or I put makeup on, you know, I, I do embody a lot of natural characteristics that are more feminine, but I'm comfortable with myself. I, I'm not necessarily loud, but I'm not necessarily silent either. I'm just psychic medium Ray. I'm just Ray at the end of the day. And that's, um, it's, that's like what I can tell anyone that is listening to this podcast and you struggle with your identity or you struggle with, you know, what society will think or what your parents will think, or because you come from a Catholic, a, a Mormon or any other kind of background, you know, a Christian background and you fear judgment, who cares? We're living in freaking 2022. You know, I think that a lot of people fear, you know, still that God will not love them. But I do feel like God, and as I told people, I've told people before, you know, if you're listening to this, not to get into religion and not to disrespect anybody in the religious community. You know, I still, I was born as a Catholic. I was then later baptized as a Baptist, but I still hold on to the Catholicism. Some of the, the beliefs, like, you know, some of the, um, the, the people like Mary, Jesus, God, you know, angels, you know, they all exist. But I also feel like when God's, you know, in the Bible, it says that God created man in his image. God makes no mistakes. I feel like God has made every one of us perfect the way we are. So that means that God is gay. God is, um, you know, God created everybody. God is, is, is all encompassing. So he's everything that he created, which is all of us, you know, in the LGBT community, or if you're straight and listening to this, he created you perfectly in his image, male or female, etc. There's no division because again, God is, is everything in this world, the trees, the air that we breathe, everything God is love, right? 
um, and God, you know, can be a man or a woman. Like I said, I think that he's a non-gender. God is, is really just a source of energy, of love, and that's the way that I see it. Again, um, but I do believe that there is a higher power, but not to deviate away from the message, you know, um, how, you know, how do we know that um, what love is? I think a lot of us live with a, a premise of being hurt or that we've had past experiences. Some people have been married. They've had failed relationships. And so they've closed themselves off to love or they vowed to never open their heart again to anyone, you know, or anything that would remotely make them feel a certain type of way. And then there's people like myself who have never been in a, um, who have never dated, who have never um, kissed, who have never, you know, um, had uh, relationships. I fall into that category myself. And this is the first time that I'm probably ever saying that, you know, and coming out. But literally, I was uh, a virgin until I was 39 years old. I just turned May, um, just turned 40 in May and I barely started on my quest. But I've always, you know, and the, I guess a lot of people are, would be asking, you know, when listening to this, like, why did you wait so long? And I feel like because I grew up in a dysfunctional family per se, you know, where you didn't have a good sense of love because I was molested at the age of 13, you know, because I've, I've uh, endured so much loss, you know, being homeless at 16, our house being destroyed by a flood, a catastrophic flood, you know, um, because I, you know, didn't have a father figure who, you know, was there. He abandoned me when I was four years, um, four years old and chose to, to leave the house, you know, there's many factors, but I don't blame anything. I don't even blame my dad. You know, I have forgiven him. I've made peace with that. I, you know, I haven't, um, I don't hate any of my family members on either side. You know, I have forgiven. I, we're not a product of our parents, meaning that we are not their damage. And that's the one thing that I've learned. No parent is going to be perfect and we can't point fingers at them and hold that grudge forever that they, that there is such thing as perfection because we ourselves are not perfect. And this is why I waited until I was 39 to experience sex, to have that, you know, to experience what love is. Uh, I have not yet. I can't say that I have um, truly experienced what love is. I do feel like now that I've been dating or I've been out in the um, in the gay community, you know, I've seen the hookups on Grinder. I've seen Tinder. I've, you know, I've had dates. I've had, you know, um, you know, passionate rendezvous and none of it has left me feeling, you know, um, a wholeness within myself or feeling, you know, that I, a feeling like, you know, like you have a uh, filled a void. I think a lot of us, even if you're straight listening to this, you know, um, we go and we have hookups, we find someone attractive and it's just to fill a temporary void within ourselves because we're fearful of committing to something that is long-term. We are fearful of facing our our fears, you know, a lot of us are fearful of what others will think, but at some point, are you really, truly living? Are you truly, really happy? For me, I can tell you, for me, my love language is physical touch. It is spending quality time with someone. It is singing songs, even if I know that I can't, or joining my, my person, you know, in the car and singing songs um, and reminiscent of the 90s, you know, and doing things together, spending quality time, cooking meals together, um, you know, watching TV shows together. Not everything in this world involves sex or intimacy. You know, there is an intimacy that I crave that is just quality time and conversations and intellectual um, ism and learning. I'm, I'm very open to learning from another person. So, you know, there's just so many things I found, I found in myself, you know, recently 
recently. Um, and this is part of my spiritual growth and ascension, you know, uh, as uh, someone in the, in the spiritual community. And I have, you know, a lot of toxic people that sometimes say, well, how can you take advice from a psychic or someone who is not married or who is not? Because we are not our current age and our current, um, you know, circumstances. We have lived lifetimes. We are wise. I'm an old soul. I've, you know, I've come to realize that. But for me, I think that, you know, what I truly um, find is that if you love someone, if you truly love someone, you're going to put in the effort. You're going to show them in so many ways that you are not going to give up on them, that you truly do love them. And I think that that's one of the themes in the movie that I just saw. You know, it's it's um it's about, you know, two people that maybe would not have worked out unless they fought for each other, you know, and they go through so many conversations. But if you truly love someone, if you truly, at the end of the day, you, you walk away, let's say you, you, you know, you hang out with them, you leave back um, to your house and you're spending time by yourself, which is healthy. You know, we all want to, you know, be spending time and having time for ourselves. But at the end of the day, if you find yourself thinking about that person or missing that person on a deeper level, there's, that's gotta be love. There's gotta be true love. If you, you know, you feel like that person, without that person, you are incomplete. That's not necessarily a codependent behavior, you know, or a codependency. Sometimes we feel that because our heart and our souls know what we want. And although we may be miles away or distant, it doesn't take away and doesn't change what it is. And I think sometimes we fall in love with people that are emotionally unavailable, you know, but if you're listening to this, I will tell you to fight for who you love and make it known to them. Tell them that you miss them. Tell them that you, you know, you wish and desire to be with them. You know, um, take a risk, make a chance, you know, take a chance on it. Kiss them, you know, when you see them, give them a hug and an embrace and let that embrace be two hearts that connect together. You know, at the end of the day, I like to think of myself as a hopeless romantic and that I have all the answers, you know, for everybody out there. And I've spent my life, you know, trying to, put people together as like a matchmaker, you know, in many ways, um, using my spiritual abilities. And I've been very successful in helping a lot of people. But at the end of the day, who helps Ray, you know, at the end of the day, who is a person that can help me find my soulmate, you know, and I think that I've gone to many psychics, and I've been told many things, a lot of them that has made sense, a lot has been revealed to me. But at the end of the day, I don't think that, you know, any body can um, truly tell us who our soulmate is going to be other than our own heart, you know, and I think that that doesn't mean that a psychic is wrong or that we're necessarily, um, you know, not accurate on that because, again, life can put take us in many paths, but, you know, love should never hurt. Love should not be something that you're ashamed of. You should never be ashamed of hanging out with that person or on some level expressing the love and care that you have for that person. It should, um, it should always be expressed. That person, person should always be cherished, cherished. And I think that on some level, you know, as painful as it may be to, to realize sometimes you have to let also the person that you love, uh, if you do truly love them, you know, let them be free. And if they find their way back to you, then, you know, it might, it might be meant to be, but ultimately it has to happen in their own time. You cannot force things. You cannot, um, push things. You can only love them. And again, try to spend quality time with them. And that's the only thing I think I'm searching for, you know, apart from wanting to be, uh, eventually on TV and radio. Um, I think the greatest thing that I want to experience here uh, on life, uh, here, here on earth, you know, as, as myself, um, is 
true love and to to feel in you know i'm so grateful to all of you my rays of light without you i wouldn't be here today you know all my fans anybody that's a new listener to this podcast without you this wouldn't be possible you know to experience true love um because i know that you guys have carried me through so many of you have told me your stories so many of you have given me gifts so many of you have expressed your love in different ways you know coming out to my events and um you know gifting me you know everything from keychains to mugs or writing me beautiful letters and sending it to my post office box and all of that means so much to me and again i'm so grateful there are different levels of love but you know i think that one of the great things that all of us um, want in this lifetime, if you're single or um, you're stuck in a relationship with someone that you married just out of convenience, you know, but it's not necessarily true love that you're experiencing. We all want to be with someone that lifts us up. And for me, it's like, you know, what I want is to be held by a man. I want to be, um, I want to have my head lay on his chest. You know, I want to listen to the sound of his heartbeat. I want to literally just, you know, uh, feel the warmth of our skins touching together, our legs, my cold feet. <laughs> I know it sounds uh, very funny and so it may make, this may make some people uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, I believe in being myself again. And I think that you should be yourself. If your thing is wearing makeup, if your thing is dressing as a woman, if your thing is, you know, being a very masculine and going to the gym and working out and being like, Hey bro, you know, let's do this and let's do that. That's your thing. But I think that the person that is your soulmate is going to accept you for who you are, whether you're a diva, whether you're, you're, you know, you are, um, you know, you are just too much at times because the people that ultimately love you will challenge you. They will always challenge you. They will not be the, an easy um, person that just goes along and necessarily agrees with everything that you do. It will not be perfect. No relationship is perfect. Even people that truly love each other get into arguments. They have disagreements and they forgive and they make up. And sometimes that's the best sex. Just saying that uh, out there. I haven't yet to, I haven't yet experienced that. But it doesn't matter because I know that life is, is you know, is full of many twists and turns. And and I guess it's like a love letter, you know, to my future soulmate, to the husband, to the person that will be my husband, you know, um, and my partner. You know, it's like a future love letter. And I'm, I try to ne not get too sentimental nowadays, you know, or get too caught up in emotion. But ultimately, that's who I am. And if my soulmate is listening to this, if my future husband is listening to this this is a letter to you you know I want you to know that I don't care what kind of job you work I don't care how you look or how much muscles you have if you can make me laugh if you can show me love if you can reciprocate that that's all I, I really want and I need I don't need fancy cars I don't need uh, a million dollars in a bank account all I really want is a you know, someone to love me and accept me for me. And I think that that is, you know, what really matters. And that's how, you know, people grow together and they grow old. Again, they, you know, when people come together, they don't necessarily always come together with an agenda or because that person has a title or that person has is more college educated or has a, a doctorate's degree, you know, or has um, a, a certain title. You know, me being unequivocally uh, me is all that matters and for that person to be unequivocally themselves is all that matters to me at the end of the day and i think that you know the you know as the world is is um is aging as we are evolving as we're in the age of aquarius you know this is a lot of more 
uh, of what people are yearning for. And I think when COVID hit, like I've said before, I think that it, it was an, an epiphany and awakening for a lot of empaths and people to reassess where their relationships were and where they're going and what they truly want out of life. And maybe they're not as compatible as they thought they were with a person. You know, maybe they have kids now, you know, and it's 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 very difficult to sometimes, uh, you know, break a family apart or move, but also, you know, what I have found too, that there are a lot of men who are married men, like I said, on these apps as grinder and whatnot, they will not let you know, but they, yet they want to be with you. They crave you as a gay person because you show them love or you show them uh, a great uh, amount of intimacy or emotion that they cannot experience with their current partner, you know, that they're in, or perhaps they have uh, in, ended the, you know, reached the end of the road with that relationship and they can no longer feel that connection with that other person. And yet you make them or you evoke something that they've never felt before, you know, and again, like I said, some people are just damaged. They've been hurt one too many times and they think that they're better off alone. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you that, you know, there is someone out there to love you. And I'm telling my future husband and future soulmate, if they happen to listen to this, I love you. I really do with all my heart and soul. And I don't think that they will ever get to understand that or realize that on many levels, you know, but I hope, you know, at some point, um, you know, that they would hear this or feel some connection to me. And I feel like for you out there, if you're single and you're listening to this, write a letter. You know, this is one of the things that one of my um, great friends and like a sister, Maddie, told me, you know, her and her mom, Candy, love them. Um, they, you know, they told me to write, a, well, I think it was Maddie, but it may have been Candy. And they both told me to write a letter to my future husband, you know, and put that under my pillow and just manifest this. And it's like, um, something that I've always taken to heart, and I think it's something very beautiful. You know, I think that we will all make mistakes. We will all try to, sometimes your, your soulmate could be right in front of you, and you will try to hurt that person because that person has hurt you. You know, being in other relationships or throwing those things, those people in front of your face, or because they cannot um, you know, fully let go of their exes and still hold on to them. But at the end of the day, that for me doesn't matter. You know, what matters to me is to be loved and to be the only, the only girl in the world, you know, I, again, I say that, or the only man in the world, because again, I'm more on the feminine side. You know, I always joke and I'm, I have no problem being referred to as a girl, although I'm not trans, uh, transsexual, you know, I'm not someone that is, um, you know, wanting to, to desire to dress like a woman, but I do feel like ultimately, you know, my, um, you know, my soul and the core of who I am is more on the feminine side. So uh, my friend Desiree, she always jokes with me that I am a woman trapped in a man's body, <laughs> which it does make sense. You know, I, I am very much, uh, you know, and I own that. I take ownership for that. But at the end of the day, you know, again, you can only be yourself and I can only be me. And I think there's a lot of facets. And I think sometimes when you're too real with someone or you're too, um, you know, sometimes too touchy-feely, it can scare a person away because some people are not used to that. Some people think about it. We're not raised with emotion or affection. Some people were never told that they, as children, that they were loved. And now it's almost like a foreign language to them. So be gentle with your soulmate. If you know or you feel like you already know who that person is, be gentle with them. Give them grace. Give them love. Keep sending them, you know, but keep your heart open to it. Miracles do exist and perhaps Perhaps in some 
capacitor in some world, you know, even if it was not, it was not meant to be in this lifetime, you know, maybe in, in another lifetime, it could, it could be, you know, um, but I always am very hopeful that, you know, that my love that I have to give would be felt and it would be responded to, you know, sooner or later, um, but you have to, you know, love yourself. It all begins within yourself and forgiving yourself. Um, because again, it doesn't matter if it's today or tomorrow, you know, it's never too late to tell someone that you love them. So if you really love someone and you, you truly care about them, it's, you know, use the time that you have right now to express that because once they're gone from this physical world, it is very difficult. And I think a lot of people live with regret because they never got to say I love you or told that person, you know, I really, really do love you. And they're afraid of catching feelings or, you know, um, experiencing true love because, again, that is sometimes perceived as a weakness or sometimes it's scary to dedicate a, a huge chunk of your life with someone and then you kind of feel like at some point like you drift apart. But I do feel like soulmates will always be together you know in some capacity and i think our souls do recognize who that person or persons are you know i say persons because i do feel still like i've always said this we can have more than one twin flame or soulmate but this is my uh podcast on love and never giving up on it and again if you haven't seen that movie um that's out on the theaters now i would definitely recommend seeing it i think it's a great great movie well until next time guys uh this is psychic medium ray signing out bye